0: Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Naisha. Welcome, Welcome to Breaking, Breaking Wind. Wind. We're going to start off with why we're doing this. Why are we doing this indeed? We're well, actually, we're maybe <laughs> explaining what we're doing. Which is watching uh, from the famous Twilight Saga, Breaking Dawn Part 1, which is the fourth film, um, once a week for as long as we can stand it, pretty much. Our aim is for 52 weeks, aka a year. Twilight... <laughs> What could go wrong? <laughs> so let's kick off with our latest discovery. I feel like such an this idiot. is gonna blow <laughs> your minds. I feel like such an idiot. <laughs> I do, I feel like a sucker. <sighs> so, in the previous episode, I said that Michael Sheen was my shining light because in the scene where Bella is imagining dreaming of herself getting married to Edward and then the horrible thing happens where all the bodies are and, you know, they're all piled up, blah 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 and then you see Michael Sheen for two seconds, two seconds a yeah. glimmer behind the altar oh, and that was like, oh Michael, that's fantastic so good. and I was like, oh and we were like, oh, that's such a shame that he's it's not in the film more, you know? Yeah. Just those few seconds. And they clearly hadn't paid him for that shot. It's like a static image. They just sort of stuck mm. it as well. And then... Oh, my God. Today, for some reason, don't know why, I think it was because I was too lazy to get up, decided to just keep the credits rolling. because <laughs> you're like, oh, you know, can't be asked to get up, basically. <laughs> and then what happened? There's a Michael Sheen scene! There's a whole other scene that's about a minute long with Michael Sheen in it, heavily led by Michael Sheen, oh, it's which so is good. oh, it's so good, and it's basically leading on to the next film. It's like laying it's the like foundation, preview, and we've oh. Uh, we it was I, I had tears in my eyes because we've just endured the third time of watching it in three weeks, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it is. We're hitting a slump already. We're hitting hitting that wall, and then. I was feeling hopeless and then Michael Sheen appeared and it really did move me <laughs> so good and he was even what a nice surprise and he was even like his character is really creepy but he was also joking around basically what happened was he was brought this um, note by this messenger person basically telling him about this creepy baby that's being born yep. to Bella and Edward again if you don't know the plot or anything or you haven't listened to our first episode please go back it explain. makes a lot more sense. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense, and we don't want to have to explain it every time. So <laughs> so basically, somebody brings in this note saying, this baby has been born. I think they're actually just telling them that uh, Bella's a vampire now, so like, you know, chill, don't worry, Bella's a vampire. I think the uh, baby is a secret. Oh, okay. Well, show how much I know. But a note comes, nevertheless. Yeah. And he... He comments on the spelling and the grammar in the note, which so really, good. really makes me so happy. <laughs> it's from Carlisle with an S. Oh. <laughs> it was just Oh, it's just fabulous. <laughs> fabulous. And then, once Michael Sheen's scene was over, the credits started playing a Bruno Mars song. Bruno Mars! After enduring all the like, depressing indie sh- tunes <laughs> all the way through, and then just a bit of Bruno Mars was just I that's definitely my shining light. That was mine too. 100%. Nothing oh. will ever compare to that now. I'm so glad that we've got this little extra bit at the end of the film oh, to I just like look forward to, you gained know. Gained so much more now. So much. I, to be honest, we I feel like we could do a whole episode just about this <laughs> last 20 seconds of film. It's so good. It's incredible. This watch was um well, I'm feeling quite tired. I didn't get much sleep last night. Mm. And it meant my patience was wearing thin. Again, the first... Actually, I would say the first hour was bearable. But it's the time is getting a little bit shorter, actually. The first mm. 50 minutes were bearable this time. Mm-hmm. And then the last hour was an uphill struggle. I do remember you didn't have a large glass of red wine to make it oh, slightly more tr- palatable as well? That's true. Yeah, I didn't fancy wine this week. Cause usually we just have a little glass of red just to... Just, take the edge Just off. to take the edge off. And this, <laughs> I really felt it this time. I felt everything. I did a little tally this time. Oh, did you? I did a tally. Um, I, I did the smile tally. Oh. Just, just to see how many smiles there were in the whole film. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got 43. And it's 110 minutes long. So this averages, we think... About a smile every two and a half minutes <laughs> of film. <laughs> There's not a lot of happy smiling going on. But it's on. a lot more than I thought it was going to be.
1: Mm. As an average.
0: As an average. I mean, the fact that Bella hardly smiles even when she's walking down the aisle to her It is true It is supposed love. to be a very happy film if you think about
1: Child the content.
0: Birth. <laughs> Childbirth and marriage. I mean, maybe not that. Yeah. But uh, the marriage, all the true love. She's living her best life. Until she dies. <laughs> I, yeah, I, could, I didn't count any of the, like, creepy grins. Uh, I, didn't think no. it, I think it oh. had to be true happiness. I have to tell you, this time, <clears throat> Edward's face just drives me bananas. Like, <laughs> his lips, he's got this... Robin Patterson doesn't have a square jaw. In... I swear, he has a normal face. In this... Oh! the angles are all off in this film the angles and his it's very uh, bizarre and obviously they like make him really pale and the lips really red so it like Mm. it really emphasizes just all the like joint jaunty like the lines (laughs) the lines (laughs) his face is bothering you (laughs) yeah the face just his just his face (laughs) I'm wearing thin okay (laughs) coming towards the end It's of the just tenor. such a shame that of all the characters his face is bothering you because he <laughs> does feature quite heavily in the He's film. one of the main guys. <laughs> I swear though, that last hour it was like it was like a lead balloon, just ooh. I felt my like, I felt like you know like a weight when there's like a weight on your chest. And it's just really like oh pushing me down. It's pushing me. It's pushing me. I'm trying to fight it. It's not it's Oh, the best part of today, as well, is we had to switch to the laptop. <laughs> and uh, my my laptop. <laughs> and the volume so low on the, like even the max volume <laughs> that we could do was so low the fan was louder than the speech and I felt like the laptop was even on our side just trying to make the whole experience a bit better <laughs> try not to make us listen to horrible dialogue <laughs> the terrible terrible lines the, the feeble jokes the feebleness of the, the there's about two jokes in the film one of them is Bella we've talked about this where she says where he says oh See you tomorrow, as in the wedding day. And she went, I'll be the one in white. That's that's one feeble joke. Gets a little... One of the two jokes, yeah. Oh. I just want to, like, point out... um I-, I notice it every time, but I haven't brought it up yet, is mm. in Bella's bedroom, by her bed, there's a portrait of a puppy. I say puppy, it's just this little dog. I don't think I've dog. Noticed this. There is a dog mm. next to her bed, a painting of a dog. Okay. And I just want to know the story behind like what's his story what is the dog's story like is it her dog is it a random dog is it just is, yeah is, is it, it just supposed art? to represent jacob in her life is it <laughs> <laughs> just a little puppy <laughs> i don't know it just it every time i watch it it yeah, really it. it really jumps out at me i'm gonna look out for that next time yeah and i yeah i don't really know what to make of it but that's that was that was something that i took from this viewing again because i was noticing little um Little tidbits of like Jacob in her life throughout the film, and one of them was in her bedroom, and she has a little dream catcher that he made for her <laughs> in one of the earlier films. She sort of brushes it with her fingers the night before her wedding. Yeah, she's still, still dreaming of him. Inappropriate. You know, is it the right decision? Am I marrying the right person? No, you're not. By the way, yeah. um, oh, team Jacob over here. Oh, don't lie though. <laughs> <laughs> you want those arms wrapped uh, around you? It just feel so safe. I was thinking the whole mind reading thing because if you if you're not aware the vampires and the wolves pretty much so many of them actually can read each other's thoughts mm. and i just thought in reality like you you filter your thoughts i would not want somebody listening to the raw it's not practical thoughts. At it's all. just no there's so much going on out there yeah Imagine the kind of training and meditation you'd have to do just Just to try and make it seem like it's just a monkey with symbols up there. I'm normal. (laughs) So you're not just walking everywhere going like, yep, bang you. (laughs) yeah, Get away from me. (laughs) I'm always really um, passive aggressive in my thoughts when I'm like, especially when I'm walking to the tube or something. I'm like, don't worry, walk a little slower. I'd love that. (laughs) That's brilliant. Could you just walk a little slower? Thank you no, very actually, much. No, actually, just hit me in the leg with your suitcase again. That's yeah, really working for me. I really enjoy that. Thanks. If you could stand a bit further to the <laughs> left on the escalators, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> As you can tell, we're Londoners. <laughs> I I'd just like to... because So I've been thinking this for a, a while now. Um, there's... You know how movies do like themed music for the scenes that they play? So you've got this the the music that features in The Wedding also features it in the honeymoon. Mm. Um, I think they play a track from the first film. Yeah. In this film. It's sort of all it's all this beautiful lattice work of recurring themes. They also have a generic tribal track that they use. <laughs> For all the scenes with the wolves or anyone from, like, that side of town, which is, like, the quilly tribe. Although I, I'm i just going to reference them from now on as the Quaalude tribe. That's what <laughs> it sounds like. Yeah. It's a dumb name. Think Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> um There's generic Quaalude tribal music every time they're on. There's, like, pan pan pipes. Pan pipes and howling, and howling. Yeah. it's offensive i'm offended for them so offensive. And i watch it thinking are the actors proud of this like are they offended by it because i think i would watch it back and be like you can't screen this are you kidding me so generic and so, so stereotypical yeah kind of and it's harked back to our heroes guy and tim and their Sex and City 2 watching, where the oh, Irish wow. nanny has an Irish jig. She's an Irish jig every, every time, time she comes on screen. <laughs> what every crap movie needs is a slightly racist theme tune. So bad. So bad. Wow. Um, something that I picked up on. So um, Edward and Bella go on the honeymoon. Mm. Um, they have sex and then... Edward's like, "Oh no, I hurt you because he's super strong." And then she's like, "No, I'm fine." But he insists on being like, "No, I mustn't hurt you. We are not having sex." blah blah blah. It's a tortured soul, yeah. Yeah. But I just she I don't understand if he, you know, he loves her to the end of the earth and my sh- my soulmate, my everything, my wonderful <laughs> darling. Yeah, she's begging him. <laughs> to sleep with her and she is saying this will make me miserable if you don't sleep with me it will make me happy if you do and yet he goes no i think she actually says please please <laughs> please That's it's like, so sad. dude just she wants to just do it make your wife happy it's so simple as well. Oh, it's so simple. Oh, man. And you made a very good point as well. He doesn't... It, we don't have to do, like, full penetration for yeah. her to be having a great time on the honeymoon. Like, yeah. he doesn't have to... There doesn't have to be all this potential that he would kill her. Yeah, There feel... are lots of other things they could do. Yeah, it doesn't need Where to... he wouldn't need to get aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> basically. He... I mean... He, well, maybe he's just being selfish. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> so um i rather enjoyed the um so in when they're on the honeymoon and then she's found out she's pregnant mm. um they they're these two people that i don't they never fully explain I think they're friends of the family or something and they look after the house yeah, like, like housekeepers. Yeah, and one of them she basically she can sort of sense that she's pregnant and she can sense that it's a bit of a or she but sees, something sees it. not right Something's with her, not right. Yeah. So she's, ve- she basically, she goes, I know you're a demon, <laughs> and I was thinking, I was just thinking that would be my reaction if Michael got you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, demon. <laughs> I don't know, it just really tickled me. So you associate I, the, man, <laughs> you affiliate yourself the most with. The housekeeper. Yeah, who's very superstitious. superstitious And very, like, death. (laughs) (laughs) you die. Excellent. Be a real downer at your baby shower. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think with this watch, in the second half, the lead balloon half, I was just (laughs) very, like, I just wanted it to give me something more. And I was still, there was a part of me that was almost... Hoping, but also thinking that maybe it would—that there would mm. be something more in this. In you this were right arc. this time. Well, there was Michael Sheen. Oh my God, Yeah, was Michael Sheen. Well, there was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was hoping, and I got my wish <laughs> in the end. If you wish hard enough, yeah, miracles. The film changes. <laughs> miracles happen because oh. it slumps for forty good minutes. Oh, for, No, then, forty-five at least. <laughs> And I think we got to the end this time and I was kind of like, oh, this is the last 20 seconds. This is brilliant. Yeah. I kind of didn't realise it speeds up very quickly at the end. It does, nice. Yes. Yeah. I think we need to talk about Leah. So <gasps> oh, Leah. Uh, yes. yes. We need, so some context. Context for Leah, yep. Yeah. So she's basically, I think we might have mentioned her before, but she's, she's in love with the alpha of the wolf pack. Mm-hmm. And she's also the only female member of the wolf pack. Yeah. But she... What a life. I know. Basically, the one she's in love with has imprinted on somebody else, so mm-hmm. it's like, pff, F off your history. Yep. Don't care about you at all. But she is, I mean, she is such a Debbie Downer, I can't even... Like, she... You got so frustrated watching her that you just grabbed a jar of peanut butter and started stuffing <laughs> your face with I it. Did. <laughs> she made me stoop to. Oh, I felt like oh, I felt really I felt down like I just she, all her lines so all her lines are either plot links she's she's just a non-character basically, all yeah. her lines either explain part of a storyline that they couldn't do without an narrator. And um, what's the bit Oh, um she's oh, this is the worst bit. So basically um Jacob's just trying to get rid of her cuz she's so bloody annoying. Yeah. And then he's like, I don't want you here and neither does what's his Seth. Seth doesn't want you here either. And then she goes, Being unwanted isn't exactly a new thing for me. <laughs> oh. oh, and then when she goes, I'm just a pathetic ex girlfriend, he can't get away from Oh God. <gasps> so depressing. She is one of the saddest characters ever written. So she's so, so sad and she's rude as well. Like, I know she's being rude. Oh a yeah, lot. she's the worst. She's do- She's uh, sat outside um, keeping watch on the vampire's house and friendly vampire mum Esme comes out to give them all who's, sandwiches. She's lovely by yeah, the way. She's, she's really sweet. A doll. Sweet soul. She comes out to give them sandwiches like, you know, cheers, thanks very much for looking out for us. And she refuses the sandwich. <laughs> it's what? just so rude. Like, why? So mean. Uh, I would love to see Leah's spin-off show though. Yeah, and I'd love to see what happens to her character because I'm not sure that it's ever resolved, even in the next film. I don't know if her, she gets a real no. proper ending. Yeah, what do you reckon would happen in her life? Oh. Do you think she'd ever find someone, or would she just um, brood forever? You'd hope. I mean, just for the sake of just not being so depressing, like you'd mm. hope that she, f- you know, finds somebody. She's going to have to look at it this way. Right, this is a, this is a metaphor I've come up with for mm. relationships, so... Oh, I love this. So, a relationship should be the icing on the cake. <laughs> it shouldn't be the cake. You are the cake. You are the cake. You, you are the cake. The relationship and the other person is just the icing. You have to have the cake as a p- solid foundation. Pure wisdom. So much wisdom. Just think about it for a second. Just think about it. Absorb it yeah. into your soul. I mean, I can't I've never heard anyone say it before, so I think I might be the first. You've definitely put a patent pattern on that no. Patent. Pat done. Hang on, I gotta say that again. <laughs> <laughs> what is it a patent? Patent. <laughs> patent. <laughs> if you just mumble it, it sounds like it's Put a right. patent. <laughs> <laughs> put a pattern on it right now. Yeah. You own that. And also, I like to think that there'll be, you know, those like inspirational posters with like sunsets and mountains in the oh. background. Or like a <gasps> kitty poster hanging there. Yeah. Let's make, oh, we could just make one. Yeah, we we'll don't make have to one. Wait for it to happen. Oh, that could be our first piece of merch. Yeah, merch. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a bit big for our boots there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I> just thought <laughs> <some laughs> it Breaking wind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living the brand. <laughs> Try not to waft it. <laughs> <I'm dying. laughs> oh. Okay, I've had a thought about Leah. Wouldn't this be the icing on the cake? Okay, Jacob and Renezme have a child. Ends up imprinting on Leah, <gasps> and then all her problems and are the solved. Interlinking, interlink, family tree continues. The incest tree continues. Yeah. I like that. I really enjoyed watching the Vicar and oh, yeah. um, officiating Bella and Edward's wedding because I was I kind of just I kind of thought who who is this Vicar? Mm. Does he know does he know that they're vampires, a family of vampires? And if so how does how does that fit with the whole, you know, the religion thing and mm. God? I don't know. What's his story, do you reckon? I like to think he was a bit of a wild child mm. and then he found the Lord and became a vicar. Ooh. I like to think he has a bit of a dark past. Mm-hmm. A bit sort of like... Yeah. Maybe he dabbled in, dabbled in some drugs. Mm-hmm. Maybe he got in trouble with the Lord. Gambling. gambling bit of gambling. Um, back to the honeymoon. Mm. We have obviously one of the highlights of the film, the sexy getting ready montage. Oh yeah, and she's shaving her legs, brushing her teeth, brushing her hair, stress brushing, <laughs> stress brushing, <laughs> and and like psyching herself up. And I and I kind of it's struck me that this is possibly the first time Bella's ever been naked in front of someone. It's a big deal, it is a big deal, and I can kind of see where her nerves are as well, and stone cold sober. she's totally sober, so this is this is what I'm now thinking. I would have used that time to chug a bottle of whiskey <laughs> just so I feel a little more relaxed, just a little. I like how um, throughout the movie we're reminded of his age, and several times as well. I made a I made a short list of all the times that we're reminded he is oh, yes. 109 years old. Oh. There is, in the beginning, a flashback to his life in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. How good. Um, later on he says, I'm nothing if not traditional. Yes, because you're from the Victorian times, <laughs> of course. Uh, obviously he says, I've waited 100 years to marry you. Ugh. That's really not what you want to hear, just when no. you're about to have sex with someone, and the morning after they're talking about the sex because I think Bella gets a bit worried that he didn't enjoy it, and um, and she said she says I can't imagine it gets any better than that for a human, but from the first time. Mm. She's, it definitely gets better, yeah, girl. Girl, Wait. keep pursuing it. <laughs> it gets better, and. And he says, yes, that was the best night of my existence. <laughs> of, a, of over a century of living on this earth. That was the best night. I just had said. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just... I Yeah, that really struck me as well. Also, while I was thinking about the whole, yeah, his long existence, mm. I, was, I was just thinking, like, just this might sound a bit... Again, bit Debbie Downer, but the thought of being with somebody—first of all, the thought of being alive forever. Mm. Ju- I mean, oh, makes me much. feel a bit sick. Bit sick, and also the thought of being married and spending every single day of the rest of time with that with that person—you're well, gonna get sick of each other. But they're in love. They're in love forever, <laughs> forever, irrevocably and unconditionally. Yes. Apart from the distractions of the other loves in her life, such as Jacob. Yeah, apart from Jacob, they are absolutely in love. Apart mm-hmm. from Jacob. Apart from Jacob. I can love two two at the same time, right? She said that in one of the films. The Does she film. actually? She said, Edward said to her, you love him, don't you? And she went, I love you more. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning, Consolation yes. prize. Yes, I do love both of you. Love your little bit, you know marginally what? more. I think it is. Jacob's actually just the better option, but Ed has all that cash to spare. Oh yeah, he's a, uh, he's got that. He's treating no, her right. Disposable income. Oh yeah. Mm. Trust fund kid. That's what he is. The old bit where Jacob's saying, "Oh, I wonder what they'll, what excuse they'll use um, <laughs> if if Edward kills Bella when they're having sex." You know, maybe they'll say she died in a car crash. I caught the second excuse today. Uh, as we said, it's a, it's becoming a, a richer tapestry every time we watch. There's a secondary joke to this. He says, or she tripped and fell off a cliff. My initial thought, and landed on her crotch. Yeah. <laughs> because again, if you kill someone by having sex with them, it's pretty unconventional injuries you're going to have. It's not going to be whiplash or a smashed skull. It's going to be very, very... Specific. Niche and specific, yes. Yeah. I quite like that um, I didn't notice before that there's some interesting artwork in the room where Bella's getting ready for the wedding. Oh, I thought the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Giant scissors on Mm. the wall very random it looked like they had their own personal like tailor's shop in the house i think they have everything that they need in that house i guess they need to have you know for instance the doctor's surgery in the basement or whatever mm. and the you know they need a barber i think because they sparkle in the sun so they probably can't go around that much <laughs> they, really can't. they can't get out too much they've <laughs> got to just do everything in their own space you know that sounds like the ideal situation though I'd love just that. having everything within arm's reach—that's my—that's my dream life right there. Because you can venture out if you want, but if you've just got everything, but you won't need like who wants to? No, I if mean... you have Netflix, <gasps> Netflix and a fridge, that's enough for me really. <sighs> Netflix fridge, and the ability to order a takeaway. Oh, Netflix and Just Eat. Netflix and Just Eat is all we need in life. We're not charging Just Eat for that name drop either no we we would do it for free and netflix because we're that nice netflix love you should we explain what michael sheen's character actually is oh yeah because we haven't really (laughs) (laughs) yeah this could be tricky it is would you describe him as the leader of the vampire mafia yes that's it that's it (laughs) say no more that's it okay perfect done Thanks for listening, guys. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email windbreaking at yahoo.com. Yahoo, of course. Mm -hmm. Or you can follow us on Twitter at wind underscore breaking. Or you can follow our Instagram at wind underscore breaking. Thanks, guys. Bye.